You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 20 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, take your questions on social media, technology, and communications, all dealing with the church, and do my best to answer them in the most brief yet thorough way possible. Yes, folks, we've made it to episode number 20. So today's question actually comes from my mid-year evaluation that I did on my blog, where I ran through all my analytics and saw... What's the most shared piece of content or topic that keeps popping up that uh, people are wanting to know more about? And that is Instagram. So today I'm going to share with you 13 ways to get the most out of Instagram. 13 ways, if you will, to kind of rock Instagram like a pro. And uh, I really am excited about this. Uh, you know, started thinking about it and I think, okay, well, why would people want to focus on Instagram? Well, a couple things. I think Instagram is sometimes underplayed in the media in terms of how popular it is. Um, if it's not as big as Twitter, it will be pretty soon. Um, I was, I got some conflicting numbers as I was doing research for this episode, but the stats I show in terms of a growth curve, it's big as Twitter, um, pretty close, if not probably bigger pretty soon. Um, and I think that's just because honestly, um, it's got a younger audience. Uh, the adoption rate is going on much quicker for it. Uh, it's a, we are a image driven society versus a text driven society. I know I've covered that in blog posts and, uh, in other podcasts. So that's kind of who we are. And so that's why it makes sense to me that Instagram would, uh, continue to have this growth. The other thing is it's just super easy to use. If you've ever opened up Instagram, you sign up and before you know it, you're out the door. All you gotta do is click a photo, maybe add some comment and you hit publish and you're, you're, you're moving on. So if you've got a phone with a camera on it, you can easily use Instagram. So I just think at the end of the day, uh, it's going to continue to grow, um, as we become more of an image driven culture. Um, so, that's why I think it's so popular. So here's 13 ways you can basically use Instagram like a pro rocket and do everything you need to do to take your church to the next level on their Instagram. Uh, so on the Instagram social network. So first thing, number one, this is a basic, simple thing, but you need to make sure you complete your profile. A lot of times, even with a lot of social networks like Twitter and Facebook, I find that churches will just kind of quickly sign up and not do everything they can to complete their profile. And by profile, I'm referring to making sure your avatar is correct with the right logo, the right icon um, that you want to use for when people look up and see you. Make sure you pick out a good username that kind of reflects your church. Uh, make sure you have a brief description in the Instagram settings about who you are. Uh, it could be your church vision and mission statement. It could just be a simple thing that says, this is our church. This is where we're at. And then, of course, obviously a URL pointing back to your church so that people could easily just hit a button and go to your church website. But those are some of the basics that sometimes we forget in a rush to sign up for our social network. We forget to fill out the basic profile information. So number one, complete your profile. Number two, when it comes to creating content, you need to do two things. You need to create, you need to capture. You need to create original content for Instagram. Uh, and that could be, any piece of content that might be promotional, uh, whatever you want to do in terms of pre-doing some content. But the reality of it is, is you want to 
you want to create content specifically for this social this this network. You don't want to create stuff that's for Twitter and Facebook and just reapply it to Instagram. You want to create stuff uniquely for the network. Two, and the thing obviously has the term Insta in the name, but you, you want to capture in the moment. So you need to capture things that are in the moment. It needs to feel natural. A lot of times, the one thing about Instagram is you can really tell when somebody kind of forced it, um, when it was kind of staged versus a, hey, we just caught somebody doing X um, behind the scenes kind of thing. Um, and that has that real kind of in the moment. And people really, really take to that, especially if it's in real time. So you need to create some original content for it and you need to capture uh, original moments. Uh, in fact, you can, we're going to cover it a little bit later on this week in the, uh, this week's blog post will actually be on how you can create content and schedule it out using Hootsuite because Hootsuite now talks to Instagram, which is going to be awesome. So third thing you can do, you need to listen using local. Uh, if you go to the search tab inside of Instagram, you can actually search for locations. You can type in your church's name and you can see anybody and everybody who's ever posted an Instagram photo near your church, which I think is pretty awesome for people who've kept obviously turning the location feature on. So this is really cool because you can actually find what people are saying about your church when they don't mention your church, but they actually just take a photo at your church. And so I did that this morning. I just quickly briefed through and saw some stuff I didn't even know was taking place at our church in terms of photos. And I was like, okay, wow, totally. It was almost like unearthing a whole new set of data, data to look at. So if you go under search on Instagram, you'll see a place, I think this is called places and just type in your church's name or your location. And you'll can find some really cool photos of stuff happening around your town and at your church. The Fourth thing you can do is listen using hashtags. Promote a hashtag during a sermon series or an event or something like that, and then just sit back and search for that hashtag and see what people say. Uh, it's really cool when you can kind of kind of see people just kind of using that hashtag. I see a lot of people doing it for weddings. Actually, I was at a wedding almost a year ago, and the couple said, hey, when you guys post photos on Instagram, please use the following hashtag. And I was like, really? Are people going to use this? And then later that night, I searched the hashtag and saw a truckload of photos from the wedding that people had posted using the hashtag. So people will do it, especially for in-the-moment type of one-off type of deals for an event or something to that effect. People will want to do that. So I suggest if you can, use a hashtag um, and promote it and listen and search for that hashtag and see what people are saying. Uh, number five. Use hashtags in every one of your photos. Make sure your hashtags that you are creating are unique to you. Uh, don't use another hashtag that somebody else might be using. Um, I've made that mistake before. <laughs> I uh, actually, one time we had a at-home series called Journey On At Home, and I used the hashtag at home. However, what I didn't realize is that when you search for hashtag at home, it was mostly people in their workout gear who were working out at home because I didn't know that's what people use that hashtag for. So make sure your hashtag is unique. One way to do that is put like your branding in the hashtag. So for us, I would use hashtag BBC at home because BBC, we're Brentwood Baptist Church. So people know us as the hashtag BBC. I'm not too worried about BBC, the British Broadcasting uh, Network, getting confused with that because most people in this area don't watch that unless they're watching Downton Abbey. So 
to be honest with you, I think we're going to be okay using BBC. But I use Brentwood or BBC or something in the hashtag to make unique. Also, when you're using hashtags in all your photos, you can use generic hashtag photos and uh, generic hashtags in your photos or trending hashtags in your photos if with your photos if they make sense. Um, so it could be something like you know. There's a lot of different hashtags. You can use, there are a lot of apps on the iPhone that you will generate hashtags for you, but you can use generic hashtags if you like. That's easy. It makes easier for people to discover you and find you. That was number five, which was use hashtags in every photo. Number six, follow and respond. So in other words, if you've got people following you, you can A, follow them back, or you can at least get on their profile and, and respond to what they're doing. So in other words, that means liking and commenting on what's going on in their life. Um, you do that because you want to let people know that you're listening in on their life just as much as they're listening in on your Instagram feed. So we found a lot of success by going in, finding people that are following us, uh, either A, following them back, or B, going in, checking out their feed, and really cool life moments that happen for them, i.e. they maybe graduated, got married, had a child or some big life event we like to comment we like to like it we like to let people know that we're listening in on what's going on in their life uh, that's really important for us because it keeps that social aspect of social media now that also means though when somebody turns around and responds to what we do on instagram in other words if they comment on our photo we will turn around and we will thank them for the comment we want to respond back to them using their username uh, we want people to let people know that we're listening in on those comments as well. So if somebody responds to us, we want to make sure that we respond back as soon as possible. So that was number six, which is follow and respond. Number seven, you can make an Instagram tab for your Facebook page. This allows you to share stuff straight to your Facebook page. And so you can actually create a tab on your Facebook page for your Instagram photos. And I will post a link on how to do that for a tutorial, how to do that. So I'm gonna write that down, post a link. Alrighty. Number eight, number seven was post an Instagram tab on your Facebook page. Number eight is embed other Instagram photos on your church's webpage. If you go to the uh, Instagram, uh, Instagram person, uh, somebody on Instagram's page on the web via Firefox, Chrome, Safari, whatever you use, you can actually, uh, click an embed button and it allows you to embed their photo somewhere on your website. Use a little embed code. You can embed that on a blog post. You can embed that wherever you like on your church's webpage. But it's a really cool way to kind of show off other people's Instagram photos. And I think it's a really cool concept, especially if you are highlighting something from an event. Number nine, in terms of content, here's some really quick ways you can and you should um, create content for Instagram and ways that you can really do it and do it well. One, uh, stay true to who you are, okay? Post content that is that is who you are. Stay on brand. A lot of times we try to get off brand and the reality is, is people can smell it really quick. Two, go behind the scenes. Um, go behind the scenes of, of what's going on in everyday church life. People love that kind of stuff. Even a photo of staff meeting may to you seem kind of lame, lame, but people at the end of the day, they love that kind of stuff. Uh, three, have fun. The NFL is really good at having fun with Instagram on their Instagram feed, especially as they do countdown uh, down to the season season kickoff 
for the NFL. They do some really fun things. So have fun with your Instagram feed. Number four, don't be afraid to ask photos for comments on your photos. Don't be able to say, hey, what do you all think about X? Whatever that is, you can ask for comments. You can do fill in the blank posts um, for your photos. You can do, and then the last thing is you can do caption contests. You know, give us a caption for this photo. So in terms of number nine, in terms of your content, there's a lot of really fun, unique things you can do to create your content. Just stay true to who you are, go behind the scenes, have some fun. And don't be afraid to ask for comments with caption contests and fill in the blanks. Number 10, make sure you post regularly. Make sure that you've got a schedule set for when you're going to post to Instagram. Uh, Instagram can easily be one of those things you don't think about in terms of scheduling it out. Um, But you need to make sure that you kind of make sure that you've got some sort of schedule um, that you're posting on some sort of consistent basis. Now, of course, obviously you want to make that scalable and something you can keep up with. And if you can't keep up with it, that's a different ball game, but make sure that you can keep this thing up and make sure that you can, uh, you post on a regular basis. And again, this week I'll actually have a post coming out on how you can make that a little bit more achievable. Now that Hootsuite and Instagram talk to each other and Hootsuite will now let you post to Instagram from inside Hootsuite, which I think is pretty awesome. Number 11, make sure you check your stats. Uh, Make sure that you are looking and seeing what's working and what's not working and then evaluating accordingly. A lot of times with Instagram, it's easy just to kind of post and forget about it because it gets buried in the newsfeed, but there's a lot of third-party tools that you can use. I'll post some of those um, in the blog post for for today's podcast that'll actually show you, hey, here's some things that'll show you how your stuff is actually performing. Number 12, I'm actually going to tell you in number 12 actually to break a rule of mine. And a rule that I have is you never cross-post content. I don't put content on Facebook and on Twitter, the same content. I always reformat it for different mediums. But in this case, I'm going to tell you, I think it's okay sometimes to post content from Instagram directly to Twitter and to Facebook. Um, one, it helps promote that the Instagram channel. So in other words, you can post a photo and then connect your Twitter account and cross post it over to Twitter from Instagram. I actually think that lets people know that you're on Instagram. In fact, that's what I did when the first time we joined Instagram is actually a lot of the content I cross posted just to get people aware that we had an Instagram account. So you can do that. Um, I wouldn't do it a whole lot, but in some ways I don't think it's necessarily bad to kind of gain some audience and some awareness that you actually have an Instagram account. And number 13, and number 13 is one that I need to start doing myself. And that is actually get yourself, uh, get, get to know the Instagram for business blog. They actually have a blog that is designed for businesses, businesses or organizations, if you will, on how to best practices use Instagram. Um, they actually will show you the way that certain people and certain brands like New York Times or Nike or whoever are doing it and doing it well. And you can kind of get some, you can pick up some really cool tips from organizations that are spending a lot of money on researching on how to do this and do it well. So there is an Instagram for business blog and I'll link to that as well in the blog post on this podcast. So I covered a lot. I blew through here about 13 minutes. I blew through 13 ways to increase, basically get better at Instagram, if you will. So hopefully you can pull something from today's podcast, maybe one or two things you can think, man, if I just did that, we would do Instagram 
a whole lot better. Again, I'm going to tell you, I think Instagram is continuing to be on the rise. It's in a lot of ways for me, it's bigger than Twitter. Um, I know a lot of us like to focus on Twitter, but I think Instagram continues to just crush it when it comes to the audience, especially the younger audience. And again, it is super easy to use. So if you've not started an account, I can tell you what, start one today. You'll pick it up really, really fast. If you've got a question for me, head over to askdaryl.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-R-E-L.com. Don't forget, we're on iTunes. So go on iTunes and you can subscribe there or you can go on Stitcher if you're on an Android device. Uh, if you've got a question for me, you can also direct message me on Twitter. I'm at DGirardier. That's at D-G-I-R-A-R-D-I-E-R. Or you can use the hashtag AskDaryl. This concludes today's podcast. Thanks for listening and have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to AskDaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to AskDaryl.com.